Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 554 from November 12th, 1997. A Wednesday night show with guests Melissa Joan Hart and Mike Damis. Melissa is making her first appearance on the radio show. She also guested on the MTV show. Mike Damis is making his first and only known appearance on the show, promoting Teen Angel, which had been added to the TGIF lineup that year. And Melissa is promoting Sabrina the Teenage Witch, one of Adam's TGIF staples with his then-girlfriend Lynette, which I think explains to seem less creepy. Previous to this new official copy, a 70-minute incomplete version, pretty decent quality, was transferred by me before sometime in 2012. It's been online since 2012, but now we have the full official version, better audio quality, with the missing 20-25 minutes restored. All in all, a great episode, with a really fun dual one-time-only booking. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997, some of the medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One as well, and PodcastOne.com, home of all our favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. <sighs> One, two, three, four, Welcome to with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. I'm gonna ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Love Line's meant for an adult audience. Love Line may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Hey, oh boy. A lot of smell going on in this studio. Not bad smell, just different smell. Really? Yeah. Phone number, seat's all hot, the earphones are sweaty. Oh, I see. Smells like um, uh, supermarket uh, aftershave on the, on the microphone. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LFEE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Madam Carl is Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew is board certified physician, technical specialist. Tonight, our guest is Melissa Joan Hart from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And uh, Clarissa explains it all, which is where Drew first fell in love with Melissa. Well, my kids watch you all the time. Right. Oh, cool. Thanks. And it's one of these things where Drew is such a devoted father that whatever his kids are into, he gets into, too. That's great. Sometimes it crosses the line into a sexual way, but hey, uh, no. like in the case of uh, Thomas the Tank Engine, I believe. There was some <laughs> that's, a, that's a religious experience. What are you talking about? And, uh, in fact, my whole, my whole worth is invested in Thomas products. Mike, uh, now tell me if I mispronounce your last name, Mike. Yeah, uh, Damas. No. Dumas. No. Damas. Yes. Damas? Yes. All right, that'll be the last time I say it right. All right, I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a little line over the A. Right. Now Mike it's is uh, is from uh, Teen Angel, which will follow or which does follow, I should say, Sabrina, right. the Teenage Witch, part of the uh, action-packed uh, ABC Friday night. And I want you to know that I do watch the shows. I uh, I saw the one. Actually, when uh, I was in my hotel room when we were in uh, San uh, wherever doing the radio thing uh, a month and a half ago. San Francisco? <laughs> no. Jose? Diego? No. How many Sands have we been in? Where were we a month we were and a half Pittsburgh ago? Pittsburgh a month ago. Thing? Doing the radio thing. San? Chicago. San Chicago. Okay. I don't know what you're Shut talking about. We were in San Francisco. We're in San Jose, you jackhole. You said San Jose. Yeah, you said it after you. It was like 10 minutes of silence before you said it. Anyway, I was sitting in there. We weren't doing radio. We were doing 
Don't try to talk. The mic's off. We did the radio <laughs> thing. We did a concert. For the radio station we're on, KOME, right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I... Uh, microphone, please. I, 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 saw, I saw the episode uh, where the... Uh, oh, see, what band did you have on there? Uh, uh, by, uh, Violent Femmes. We've had Violent Femmes. Yes. 10,000 Maniacs. We've had a bunch. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw the Violent Femmes episode. That's my favorite. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Man, I like the cat, and uh, I like that kind of uh, carefree programming. Not a bunch <laughs> of people being uh, wheeled around on gurneys. Not a lot of tough uh, talk from a uh, mixed batch of uh, tough New York cops, but just uh, happy people. How yeah. about Teen Angel? Have you seen Teen Angel? I, I haven't seen Teen Angel. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> but that hasn't been on as long, has it? No. No, just a few weeks. That's right. Right. Now, where is, is uh, Sabrina in its second season? Yeah, second season. Yeah, and it's going good, right? Well, yeah, we get, we have. I'm not allowed to say anything now, but we have some big news being announced tomorrow. So, I can't say anything. Doesn't that suck? Well, how big could it be, really? <laughs> it's actually <laughs> Seriously. Well, for for a, a second season sitcom, it's big news. So, uh, yeah. got, oh, you got some kind of syndication deal already? No, but close. Oh, you know, you're going to be set for life if you can just squeeze out another uh, two or three uh, seasons. Yeah. You're set. That's huh. it. It's just, uh, uh, it's no matter how drunk you get, just as long as you can make it to the mailbox yeah. every morning, then, you'll yeah, be fine. It. Then All I right. retire. See, uh, Anne brought this magazine in for me, the uh, Entertainment uh, Weekly. I guess it's the weekly. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt's head's blocking uh, part of the lettering there. I'm now in love with her and decided uh, she'll be my next stocking victim. Uh, Why? She was on she's too sweet. She was on a television program, remember? That's right. That's where. You didn't seem to notice her then. I know, but I've grown. She's been on the radio show, too. Since I've been here, Ann? She's not been here while I was here, was she? She makes quite an impression, this uh, Jennifer <laughs> oh, Love Hewitt. Wow. No, she's uh, quite a doll, and um, yes. she's... Um, Be nice. No, she's 18. She's uh, like uh, six months too young for me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Melissa and Mike uh, both uh, made the uh, Teen Beat uh, section here, along with uh, Brandy, Nev Campbell, Scott Wolf, who's 29. Wow. Mm. I mean, what that do you means do? you could be on that. Do you have to take hormones or something to stay in the... When do they throw you off the Teen Beat I, oh, list? I haven't seen this. You haven't seen this? No, I haven't oh, seen this. Oh, please. I You're... did the interview like last week. Oh, you I... have it framed over your bed. What no, are you talking about? I really about? haven't. I, I wish I did. Uh, here you are. And, and I'm uh, glad you, it shows my age. You came in like number six or seven. Uh, Mike came in 35th. No, Mike oh, is just two, two spaces underneath you. Really? And uh, talks about who your Brat Pack equivalent would be. For oh, Melissa really? would be uh, Ali Sheedy. Yes. John Cryer and Emilio Estevez. That's mine. Yeah. What does that mean? Hey, I know John Cryer. He's cool. Well, how does That's that work? Thing. All right. This anyway, is, for Mike, good. it's uh, Ralph Macchio. Right. Yeah, I could see that. He uh, taught me how to act. Rob Lowe and John Cryer. Mm. How come you John got two Cryer. dudes on uh, Melissa? How come you got two guys in your Wait, equivalent? We both have John Cryer though. Uh, yeah. yeah. You both well, got John Cryer. Have something in common. Yeah, but true. Mike's got all guys, and you got. Two guys and a girl. Shouldn't you have all girls in your Brat Pack equivalent? Why? I don't know, because they're comparing you to someone Just in the Brat Pack. Right? doesn't mean that everyone else has We don't know what the announcement uh, is tomorrow. All right, Drew, uh, <laughs> look at that and tell me if that doesn't look screwed to you. What the hell you're pulling off this page? Anyway, uh, Mike, your folks are doctors, are they not? Yes. Both my, of them? Yes, my Wha father's a heart surgeon and my mom's an epidemiologist. Wow. Yeah. Boy. So where, where are they? They're in good hands. They're in New York. Yeah, I, I grew up on slides of sexually transmitted diseases. Oh, yeah. Human 
papillomavirus. The epidemiology. Yes. That's the name Look of the game. Look at this, Mike. Oh, that's great, no. yeah. Never touch anybody. Right. Yeah, you're ruined. I bet you're out having sex at 12, though, because no you saw that. I'm totally uh, You didn't I rebel? I in the corner in my room, and I oh, shake. I'll tell you, whenever, whenever they do that, uh, here's what's in an average uh, dust Spec, or here's uh, what we scraped off the average uh, toilet seat at a at a at a um, airport or something. I always freak out when I see that stuff, and then I realize, forget it. We're just inhaling and exhaling mites and pollens and and spores. Actually, and I heard that uh, women's public restrooms are are have more germs than male public restrooms. Is, I oh, really? Think, which I think it, you know, you always look at a male's. Well, you know, whenever I you know can look in, right. it just seems to me, and that just seemed like such a weird thing to hear. Why is that true? Uh, it depends what the bacteria is. I mean, again, it's probably pseudomonas, which are just things that grow on wet, you know, moist surfaces. And yeah. And you women have to sit down, which is really, <laughs> you know, a guy. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, uh, Mike, I don't know if you're old enough or not to get into this, but guys, yeah. like, like if you go to a concert or something, if you hit the bathroom before the concert starts, it, it's fairly pristine. Yeah, yeah. But especially one of these big festival-type concerts where there's, you know, 85 bands and it's, uh, it's over, th you know, it takes place over three days. And it's, uh, they always do these festivals right in the dead of summer. And it's 115 degrees inside the place. But anyway, by the time the last band goes on, if you make it to the head then, it is disgusting. And, uh, guys, and guys are drunk, too. And when guys get drunk, they pee on stuff. Yeah, they they don't pee look. into stuff, they pee on the stuff. Yeah. I don't know what that is. What is that impulse, Drew? When when guys get drunk, the first thing they do is start urinating uh, willy-nilly uh -huh. off balconies. <laughs> uh, guys get tickets all the time and busted yeah, all the time. They're peeing on the side of the road. I think it's probably some residual, that primitive impulse to mark. Mark, yeah, but, you're, yeah. Yeah, but your territory it just shows, like, It's just how pathetic people's behavior become when they're intoxicated. It's very primal. Yeah. Right, but if you're going to pee on something, pee on something you want to claim, not like a uh, you know, old nacho container that's uh, lying no. uh, in stall number four. All oh. right, but anyway. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll talk more about the uh, shows as the night wears on, and we'll uh, mm -hmm. take some uh, questions for our teen idols. Um, Andy? Yeah. You're 17. All right, um... First of all, I'd like to tell you guys I've been listening since I was, like, in the fifth grade. Oh, my gosh. And I just love you guys. Um, all right, and I have a problem, too. Okay. All right, my girlfriend and I broke up, like, three days ago. And um, I'm really nervous. All right, we broke up three days ago, and then uh, my she wants to, like, get back together with me. And you know, I was going to say to calm his nerves, pretend everyone listening is in their underwear. And then I thought about it. Well, most of our listeners are in their underwear, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Pro or, or, yeah, or worse. Yeah, worse. Or, uh, underwear's around the ankles. Yeah, that's true. All right, Andy. So you you broke. Uh, she broke up with you. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like two days ago, my f friend told me that she saw her kissing another guy. Uh huh. And now she, like, wants to get back together with me. So when the new relationship didn't work out, she wants back. Right. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? I don't know. I kind of want to get back together with her, but I don't know if I should or not. How good a friend is this who told you he saw this? Um, she's a pretty good friend, but... Mm. She male? She could be lying. Maybe mm -hmm. she's interested, too, in him. You know, these uh, women, when they're not done, uh, when they're not messing up the bathroom, they're out spreading rumors. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe she's interested in him, too. Uh, trying to sabotage things yeah. further. Yeah, I, I, I don't trust uh, people when they um, 
give information on other people about relationships. It always seems like, like people that want nothing to do with that person stay out of it because it's nothing but trouble. And I always wonder if there's a little bit of an agenda when somebody starts spreading rumors or saying, uh, here's what they said about you, or I saw your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend doing this or that. Either that or they're trying to protect their friend. Well, it could be. Really, he already know that he knows, that person knows he's broken up. Why would he, this girl want him to be in pain worse than he already is? Does I he mean, know that she's attracted to him? Has she been attracted to you before? Andy? Yeah. Your, this this friend, has she ever made it known that she's attracted to you? Um, no, I don't think she would be. Uh, she's just not. Annie. Annie, how old are you, 17? Yeah. Let's go now. Come on now, you're 17, for Christ's sake. Pull it together. <laughs> Adam and I spoke like this. It's like talking to effing Bob Dylan or something from uh, some hotel right, room. Andy, here's you're 17, the deal. Andy. If you, can't, uh, if you can't muster a little energy at 17, that's it. How long had you gone out with your girlfriend? Uh, six months. Do you want to keep going out with her? Kind of. Look, they're 17. Lots of kind All of right. crazy things happen at 17. She thought she wanted to break up. She Take breathed. her back. Yeah, it's okay. Have All right, back, Andy. All right. All right. Thanks. All right. It's like uh, smoking quaaludes or something. <laughs> Scott. Yeah. You're uh, you're 18. Yeah. Um. Well, first I'd like to say, Dr. Julia, you're real awesome. You're like a role model. He's a great guy. Well, what you. is that? Yeah. You hearing that, Drew? It's his phone. A cordless phone? Mm, yeah, just a sec. Get near the base. Oh, just just a sec. Uh huh. All right, he'll pay. He'll pay dearly for that. We train our listeners on yeah, this show. I've heard hey, that. can you give me a gig on uh, Teen Angel or Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Or um, how about uh, Adam explains um, farting or something? Adam the Warlock. Yeah, you can come on. You can shrink him, put him in a bottle, we'll all be done with him. It'd be great. We had Johnny Mathis on today singing Christmas carols. Well, that was cool. You guys get all these uh, big name uh, musical we acts. We do. You know, we had the monkeys. You gotta no. be dead to be on my show. Like a history, he wears the same outfit in every episode. I think that's so sad. Yeah, well, your, yeah, but your uh, powers come from hell. Ooh, hey now. That's <laughs> that not gonna jacket is going to be in the Smithsonian one day, right next to Fonzie's jacket. <laughs> that's right. And not his first one either, but the second leather one he had. Simone. Yeah. You're 16. What's going on? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I kind of have a question. I, I don't know. I've always thought of myself as being kind of a, like a good kid, you know. But yet I've been kicked out of two houses, you know, and I don't know why. Just whose house? Um, my mom's, and then now my grandma's. Oh, okay. And what were the reasons that they gave you? Um, well, I left my mom's house like two years ago, and it was like my grandma had been asking me. Hold on, you left your mom's house. Kind of. So well, you weren't kicked out of your mom's house; you ran away. I don't know. It's kind of weird, because my grandma had been asking me to leave for a long time. What was going on at your mom's house? She was pretty abusive. In what way? Um, physical, mentally. All right. So she's already this, this out of line in terms of her parenting. Yeah. And it's really only those situations that causes young people to run away from home. So you were already set up to try to to be someone that would try to get out of the house. Where's so your dad? Um, pretty much out of the picture. <laughs> So he wasn't at the house with you. No. All right. So mom was abusive. You were thinking about running away, and grandma gave you an escape hatch. Kind of, yeah. Right. Well, and then when I told her, I tried to talk to my mom about it, and we got this huge fight. Because I had, like, kept saying no to my grandma for a long time. And then she said just... Is this your mom's mom? Yeah. Okay. And then she told me to just leave. All right. I mean, it's just like somebody trying to be in a breakup, and somebody saying, I was going to break up with you anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. All right. So you moved in with grandma. Yeah. And then what happened? Um, not much. I... I don't know. Why I, did she kick you out? She, Grandma. She said that she thought it would be best for me. 
because I don't know. You're My mom like, has now been wanting me to move back in. So she was kicking you out. She, she was kicking you out. She was asking you to move back in with your mom. Kind of. I had a choice to move in with my dad, who I don't know, who lives like in a totally different state, and either that or move in with my mom. What was happening at your grandma's? That your mom, grandma felt out of control. I don't know. All were, right. Were you well, out forget later? it. We're not going to get anything out of her. Do you smoke cigarettes? Me, no. Smoke pot? No. No. Uh, you drink? No. Were you out late? What? Were you out late? Did you, did you, did you disobey curfews or anything like no, that? No. Mm. Nothing. I get straight A's. I mean, she wanted me to go to church. I went to church, you know, and I teach Sunday school. I don't know what else I can do. And yet... Well, maybe Grandma doesn't want to get rid of you. Maybe Grandma just thinks Mom is in good shape. And you got to understand, Mom is probably putting the screws to Grandma because it's her mom. And she's on the phone with her, unbeknownst to you, saying, uh, when am I going to have my daughter back? You understand? And, and Grandma, by the way, is suspect, because Grandma, after all, produced Mom. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think we agree here. <laughs> so, so, why don't you move back in with your mom? Yeah, I... Do you think your mom's better now? Well, I don't think she's better, but I know that, whereas I used to allow her to hit me, I wouldn't anymore. So I know, like, I'm no longer in danger. Yeah, uh, but she, she hasn't gotten any counseling or anything no. like that. How are you going to stop her from hitting you? Um... Well, I can just leave. <laughs> Is that what about calling the police next time? I don't know. I don't know about that. Why not? Well, where are you going to go if you leave the next time? I don't know. Maybe try my dad's. <laughs> mm. uh, you know what? Hmm. You need to just find a bunker somewhere, whether it's your mom, your grandma. Keep getting those straight A's and go away to school. Get yeah. student loans if you have to. Get the hell out of there. And, and get your independence. You're, are you a sophomore or junior in high school? I'm a junior. You're, look, you're a year and a half away. Yeah. Right. Just lay low. Get out of there. Although a year and a half in high school years is... Oh, it's yeah. huge. But uh, but the deal is, is your mom may have had a little time to think. I'm guessing she wants you back. Well, see, the thing is, she hates my grandma. She always has. All right. Oh, boy. Wow. Well, so everyone yeah. has to have kids these days, don't they? I would agree with going to college and letting them right. have them. All right, yeah. so, Simone, here's what you got to do. Your mom's a little nuts. She's a little volatile. You have to just sort of steer clear of her. Don't give her any reason uh, to uh, get her dander up. Thank you know God what I'm you, saying? You've got, you've got academic talents. Use them. Get Stay a, in school. Get keep school. your grades up. Take those uh, SATs like I never took. And... Uh, and then you can even take the pre-SAT, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you boy. should. Yeah. Oh, boy. And take those, and then, uh, boom, you're off to college. Okay. All right? Okay. All right, good luck. Thanks. Oh, boy. That's hard, man. I know, it's so pathetic. It, it, it's the most pathetic human trait in the world is uh, adults that uh, become children in the relationship. Mm -hmm. they, they start, you know, mom's arguing with her mom. Uh, Oftentimes, mom is arguing with dad. Uh, the kid gets uh, in the middle, uh, you know, and then sometimes the kid becomes some sort of bargaining chip uh, oh, yeah. well, with the kids and the divorce and everything. My parents got divorced, and, you know, parents go through that, that midlife crisis thing. Uh, probably about uh, 14 or 15. Mm. And, you know, you got, yeah, you, you know, the parents become children for a while, and you kind of, you know, take care of things. And Did you, so your dad moved out of the house? No, my mother took um, five her five kids to Manhattan. Her five kids, meaning um, your half? Five, no, 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 no. All five of us. There were oh, five okay. kids with my mother and my father. My mother moved out, took five of us with her, and, uh, and you know, they both kind of, I think my mom and my dad both kind of went through that, you know, I, me stage, you know, now it's time for me, and they went out and 
my mom was a major club queen for a while. <laughs> that was kind of cool. But you know, you, I was I was helping out with the family and stuff when I was fifteen. How uh, how old were they when they got married? Oh, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. But they so were they got married close young. To Twenty years. Yeah. So. But you had you had siblings. I have lots of siblings. Now yeah. I have now my dad's having a baby. My mom had two more. Tomorrow's my sister's one year birthday. But did did you visit your dad when you moved out with your mom? I mean, did you uh, see him a yeah, lot? Yeah, we saw him. We tried to see him on weekends. You know, certain holidays, that kind of thing. It's tough, but. I started, I hated it at first, but I started to like it. I started to like them being apart and realized that it was the best thing, that they were both happier people apart and that they, they were better parents for us and they were just But then here you were, you are already saying, though, that you stepped in and played the role of parent. For a while, yeah. How long? Um, probably about a year. Mm. And then, you, then they resumed parenting? Yeah, yeah. Then my mom found a great husband and uh, had a baby and, and you know, now we've, we're, we're a family again. It's like, it's, it's great. I, I usually, my parents broke up, uh, my, I got a weird family, my parents separated when I was about seven or eight, but they didn't officially get divorced until I was like 17, mm-hmm. and uh, I just went back and forth, dad, mom, like three or four days a week, uh, each one, but um, I, I find that uh, most people I know that I talk to usually fall uh, into one of two categories, either uh, the folks were divorced, or they wish their folks got divorced, because yeah. uh, they were going at it. Uh, like Drew's parents, but had you right, been Drew? had you been uh, younger than fourteen, uh, you, you, did you have siblings that were younger than that? Yes, they were all younger. And I bet they, they were, were affected more profoundly by um, that. Yeah, you know they they still you know they miss my dad when we're away, or they miss my mom when we're with my dad. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I think it, it was tough on me for the first few weeks. I was like you know blaming my mom for leaving and this and that. But then. I realized, first of all, I loved Manhattan. I loved being in the city. and We lived on Long Island. Huh. And I loved being in the city, and I thought I always hated it. But it was great to be, have that transportation right there, you know, jump on the subway, go wherever you wanted. And uh, and it, it felt safe, and then it felt right when my mom, when I kind of learned more about their history, and I figured out, you know, that they weren't really happy together. They needed to be apart, and they were together from a young age, so they, they kind of never were apart. Altogether so. too mature and rational approach. Yeah, and Drew's going to make you cry well, before the a, night's yeah, over, believe while. me. No, it took a while. He'll, get, he'll get cut right through that veneer. Don't worry. <laughs> you, we'll have to carry you out of here on a stretcher. <laughs> All right, that is uh, Melissa Joan Hart and Mike Damis, both uh, actually um, Melissa's from uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and Mike is from the uh, Teen Angel. He would be the Teen Angel. And, oh, wait a minute, I'm not going to do this, Mike. You're going to do this. Uh, we will be back after this. All of my most sensitive areas were inflamed. Really? Loveline will be right back to deal with inflamed sensitive areas. All right, everybody. True Car, you know how much I love these guys and their app. I spend uh, a lot of time on it. And it's a way to see exactly what's going on in your area. Pick a car, learn about the cars, and see what people are paying for the very car, the exact car you want. You know, there was previous ways to buy cars. You went and hang out on a lot. Now technology evolves. Everything evolves. Buying cars evolves. It advances. It makes sense that there's a new and better way to buy a car. Well, that's now called True Car. The True Car app is special, unique. Their certified dealer network is unsurpassed. They've partnered with over 10,000 True Car certified dealers that believe in a new way to buy a car. It's hassle-free. It's easy. It's fun. Use the True Car app. You can get guaranteed savings. True Car certified dealers will honor the savings that are guaranteed and locked in at True Car on your True Car app. It is that simple. 
True Car and True Car Certified Dealers. And using True Car Certified Dealers, you will save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. No headaches, no hassle. It's fun. And if you don't even want to buy a car, you just want to learn about it, check out the app. Two million cars sold through True Car Certified Dealer Network, and you will work directly with the certified dealer contact. It is easy, it's evolved, it's technology, it's made simple. It's about time. Hi, get your hand off my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is that dog, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam, Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Drew. Get your hand off my ass. That wasn't me. Drew, was that you? No. I do kind of remember that, though. There was some uh, groping going on who with was, that who dog. Was that? that dog? Oh, don't, don't put the puss on, Drew. You never hurt anybody. <laughs> All right, it is the love line, 1-800-L-O-V-E-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Melissa Joan Hart from Sabrina the Teenage Witch is on here tonight. Mike Damis is also here from Teen Angel. They're uh, run at 8 and 8.30 on ABC Friday nights, and that is my uh, prime, that is my wheelhouse of viewing. I love to sit home on a Friday night and just uh, stew in my own juices in front of the TV set. Okay, don't say anything. I really do. I, I understand that. Um, and then I watch uh, 2020 later on. You actually yet. watch, te you're stewing your juices watching television. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I, uh, I thought whenever that screen was lit, it was no, eliminated no, with other... No, that's the stewing, that's the marination process. The actual basting uh, begins <laughs> later on, but usually about 12, uh, 1 o'clock. Uh, until then, I'm a perfect gentleman. I'm, uh, at that point, I'm usually eating or carving up. Uh, preparing for the night's activities. Fluid loading. Yeah, reload. Lots of electrolytes. Uh, just got the uh, Gatorade IV going. I want to be at my best. All right. So uh, uh, Melissa and Mike both uh, are. Um, there's this whole renaissance of the whole teen uh, beat thing going on. A lot of uh, young hot actors coming around and uh, there are movies. There's a lot of movies coming out. Right. Uh, movies like uh, Scream and um, I know what you did. Uh, Last weekend or something. I know what you did. I know what you did last, <laughs> last summer, summer, right? And uh, what there's other one, movies? There's one being made right now called The Party, which is uh, like about um, about a bunch of kids on their graduation day at a party and just what happens. And it's it's very funny. It's a comedy. So it's that sort of uh, you know brat pack John Hughes stuff, but it's uh, having All a renaissance. Yep. And I like that. I like to see young, unblemished, good-looking people flirting. Unblemished. I thought you liked them too. Was it Prance or? I like them mincing. mincing you're right. 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 Uh, no, you're right. Uh, Aaron Spellings has that, that market cornered. Aaron is a genius. Uh, let's yeah. get a bunch of good-looking people together, and we'll have them uh, frolic on the beach. Frolic. Yeah, I like to watch them frolic and mince, as well. I don't even have the sound up. It's just a bunch of people enjoying themselves. Good-looking, unblemished young people. All right. So, um, uh, what the hell are we talking about, Drew? What do you want, Drew? You want coffee? Yes. Uh, could I have some too, if you're uh, if you're going? All right. So we'll get back to the phone. So we leave off anywhere, Drew? No. No. Okay. Uh, Scott? Yeah. Sorry about the cordless phone. I was just. Oh, that was you. Okay. Yeah. All right. You guys are awesome, and I just wanted to say to Melissa, I loved you as uh, Sabrina. Thank you. But yeah, it was great. But I have a question about. There's um, a Sabrina doll, by the way. Yeah. I, there I is. know you know that, but. Uh, I just signed one outside, actually. Yeah, out in the uh, out in the parking bit. lot. Yes. Yeah. 
the Perfect. pants were down. And I felt yeah. a little weird looking at it. I know, you know. Because it was supposed to be you, and I, you know, I got to, you know, have respect. <laughs> I feel right about that. Uh, are you getting any of that money? Do you get any of that doll money? <laughs> Not yet. You got to get a little, though. Yeah, maybe someday. I mean, theoretically. Like Hopefully, it'll be like the Elmo doll last year at Christmas. That's oh, what I'm hoping. Imagine the real Elmo must be so rich by now, <laughs> Drew. Could you imagine? They're how making much an Elmo guy, movie. I don't care I how ugly this guy is. You know he's getting some trim with that kind of money. Tickled me again. <laughs> hey, Drew. Uh, I know we're uh, ignoring Scott completely, but it just reminded me of something in uh, Melissa's bio. She was the 95, 96 spokesperson for the CDC. Yeah, I saw that. Hepatitis, hepatitis B. B. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Now, and it's amazing to me how many few how few people take advantage of that. We don't talk about that enough, in fact. I mean, hepatitis B is a very common disease. It is mm -hmm. a sexually transmitted disease. But it's also... It's also it is worldwide... Highly, it's like a hundred times more contagious than HIV. Um, many hundreds of times. Yeah. Like probably it's, tends of thousands well, of times. Well, hold on, Drew. Who's the spokesman here? Yeah. yeah. Please. No, I haven't done Let it in a while, speak. though. I haven't... I, I'm not really um, up on my facts these days. I didn't see I did any do, of those. I did it's just, it's commercials. Just, I went and visited schools. I, you know, I, I had my um, kids immunized the first uh, three months of life. I mean, right really? away. Oh, yeah, I took, I took it. No one really knows how serious it is, I don't think. I mean, it's... it's well, hepatitis, the hepatitis C story is finally coming out. Yeah. And that's a serious and a common uh, sexually transmitted disease. Now, hepatitis B worldwide is, I think, the leading cause of cirrhosis, if I, if I remember right. And there's no reason for it because it's completely liver. preventable with immunization. Sure. Can you all bring in... It affected the liver. That's all. Is that it does affect the liver. Say, but did, say yes to whatever the doctor says. Yes. 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 Did, did you do commercials? Yes, I did commercials. I did infomer uh not infomercials, sorry, public service announcements. And did you have a co-hepatitis, uh, uh, like a male counterpart? like? Uh, no, it was just me. And I went around to a couple schools and told kids, you know, it was, it was actually really nerve-wracking for me because I don't give speeches, you know. And I had to kind of memorize these speeches and go and give them at schools and, and you know, try to get the kids to like me and give them information and this and that. And, and you know, I learned that just sharing a toothbrush, which some kids do at summer parties, you know, if you forget yours or something. Right. You can get it from that. You can get it tattoos, body piercings. Right. Can't get HIV that way. Probably can't get hepatitis C that way, but can get hepatitis, hepatitis B. B that any way. kind of like any kind of fluids, right? I mean. Yeah. I, I heard. A, I heard a, the body a, for a week. I need a well. disease to be associated I, with. I heard a Caltech professor saying that if you took a syringe of blood and put it in a quart of milk and diluted it, and that blood had HIV in it, and then re-injected that blood into somebody, they would almost never get HIV. That's how that's how dilute the virus is. If you dilute it a couple more times, it's very hard to contract mm -hmm. it from that fluid. Well, if you took a drop of blood with somebody with hepatitis B and put it in a swimming pool, and then drew some of that blood out and injected it, you'd get hepatitis B every time. Wow! Bizarre experiments are going on. Well, over it's just there. an interesting way of looking oh, at I the see. numbers. Right. Yeah. Just relax. I understand. Scott. <laughs> yeah. You're 18. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a freshman in college, and so I have a roommate, and I have a lot of problems with my roommate. We just well, we get along as friends and stuff, but. He's got a lot of problems with, like, sort of invading my boundaries, I guess. He, well, he, he and his friends drink here a lot on the weekends, and sometimes he drinks a lot, like, on weekdays, like Wednesdays and Mondays and stuff, and they puke a lot, especially when I leave. They seem to puke even more than mm. on the floor and in the garbage can. Oh, my God. He urinates in the sink. Uh, and, well, uh -oh. that's, that's a tangent question. Who doesn't? There's nothing wrong with that. that. Is there a <laughs> toilet handy? Thank you. You defended that. As, on a tangent. We I mean, is it, is it like you just have a sink in the room and no no commode? Well, or? we have a sink and a mirror just so we can like, brush our so teeth. So they don't have a toilet? No, they but have a toilet. Do you have a toilet? No, that's down the hall with our showers. See? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, You know what the college, Adam. Give me a break. I would, uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I would pee in a sink if there are three toilets in the bathroom. Yeah, what we were arguing about is, is that sanitary? That's, that's never been heard mm. by. 
Is that standard urinating the sink? That's kind of disgusting. It's That's disgusting. Fine. I would agree. You think it's fine? I think it's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Nah, I do draw anyway. the line at number two. <laughs> anyway, Unless um, you have the disposal running, in which yeah, case... Yeah, my roommate's listening tonight, so I'm continue to do that, thanks. But the fourth thing... You know what, it's really tough. This is your first year of college, and you're thrown together with people you don't know or wouldn't choose to live with, necessarily. Yeah, I remember... I tell you, here's, here's a personal story. I remember when I was in college, my people around me did tons of drugs. I mean, tons of drugs. Like, and I, it was uncomfortable for me. I didn't like it. You know, when people are doing that kind of stuff around you, you don't really, you don't want to be, and of course they always want to drag you into that stuff. Mm, yeah. It's very uncomfortable. That's, that's your story? Issue, no, that's the truth. Well, thanks for opening up. <laughs> Deal. Some guy did drugs in your dorm. No, but it's, it's, but it's hard to just Hard to me. say no? It's just hard to be around all that and still participate and be friendly. And yeah, I, I had, uh, I didn't go to college, but I lived in a one-bedroom in North Hollywood with three guys, and these guys were... The biggest partiers uh, in North Hollywood, and there was uh, a lot of vomiting, a lot of uh, bong toppling, a lot of uh, yeah, for some reason uh, a lot they, of what? A lot of bongs bong falling spilling. over, oh. a lot of bong spillage. I, I don't know. Um, I'd like to give a quick message to the people that manufacture bongs: uh, stop making them eight stories high and, a, <laughs> and three quarters of an inch wide. Because uh, the, uh, you open the door, wind kicks up, and the bong goes flying across the room. We had this bong that looked like uh, it was like a yard. It was like a yard high, and it was uh, about as thick as a broomstick, and it had like a quarter stuck on the bottom holding it up. You'd have to, you'd have to balance it like one of those Chinese uh, acrobats and walk away from it slowly. <laughs> Inevitably, the thing would go flying off the coffee table, and uh, it, we absolutely destroyed the place. But there were like fights breaking the out in the, in the lawn, and... They used to call me Grandpa because I'd come out in my bathrobe about 2 a.m. on a Tuesday night and start yelling at everyone and throwing people out of the uh, out of the apartment. So Scott, yeah, and it's a rite of passage. One last thing I'd like to ask you about is he's kind of like an oversexed guy. He like walks. He talks about how he doesn't have a girlfriend. He's like missing one, and he acts like when he gets drunk, especially like hugs guys and he kisses us on the forehead and he like and he'll jump on you and just sort of like. Sounds kind you know, of fishy. Not sort of hump you, I guess. It's like a, uh, it's like a Labrador. You're, is this a guy or yeah, is this a lab? Like chairs and beanbags just to be funny. I don't know if it's just to be funny, uh, but look, you're just it's, one of these he breaks guys. a lot of people's boundaries and he doesn't stop when well, you ask him. Where'd you go to school? <laughs> and I don't know. That sounds like junior college. I mean, where are you going to school, Scott? Seattle University. Oh no, I didn't know they had that. I never heard of that school. Oh, it's a pretty small Jesuit school. About forty four thousand kids here. Well. Uh, keep an eye on his substance use. This may be the beginning of some trouble. And I, I, I mean, put in for a transfer. The guy's yeah. peeing in the sink. He's dry humping you. He's uh, soul kissing your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're uncomfortable, try to try to. I mean, there's nothing you can say to people that do this. Or... Stop. If, yeah, if, it sounds that. like it's a lot of it is, if not all of it, is around the use of substances. And uh, if he is really into that, uh, he is not going to stop that. Mm. And he can't contain his use when he's using it, sounds is like. Is there some the place to reference people like this, or what? Can you kick his ass? Well, yeah, we wrestle a lot. <laughs> All right, you got to <laughs> kick his ass. And let me give you the code word. Here's okay. what I used to say to my um, friends when they were all left up and they were uh, trying to pull my pants down and wrestle me down on the floor and all this. You give them this line, but you got to deliver it just like this. But you have to put a whooping on them first, one time. And then... You save this line. Don't use it. Um, don't use it too liberally. Are you ready, Scott? Yeah, I'm ready. Don't make me freak on you, man. 
Okay, I'll use that. The password what? is, don't make me freak on you, man. Whenever I delivered the don't make me freak on you, man, it, they sort of backed off it a little worked. bit. Yeah, it worked. But you got to freak on him one time. Well, maybe getting him sober and, you know, yeah, But he's not going Yeah, he wouldn't go. I'm, I'm sure somebody like this would not be open to the idea that he's got a problem. Move yeah. out. Yeah, you're going to... Or just tell him what you don't like. I mean, you know, just... This is you know, uh, Adam's right. He's, it's going to take like physical restraint. <laughs> Guys like this yeah. don't know any boundaries, especially when they're loaded. And, and they get such reinforcement for, it and they have a culture around them that says that's a good thing to do. See, and, I guess uh, this is like a guy college thing. I'll just step back for this one. Yeah, you, he's got to just put in for a transfer, and um, uh, some sort of like um, I don't know, wuss dorm or something <laughs> where people are quiet, or it's or like an Asian dorm or something, something where people keep to themselves and uh, study and put in for that. Okay, uh, we'll uh, take a break. Drew, you want to sell the hell out of the next call, please? Here is Whitney. Uh, she had an, a wart removed and has had... <laughs> no, no, listen, but... What? I just love it when you sell the, the next call, Drew. <laughs> and she hasn't enjoyed sex with her boyfriend since. All right, well, that's better. Meanwhile, as the faceless evil closes in on the hapless, sleeping populace, across town in a shanty one-bedroom, an old woman feeds her parakeet. Come on, Chirpy, have some cheese. You love cheese. Since when are you afraid of cheese? Loveline will be right back. You haven't already heard the record-breaking podcast where Shaq interviewed Kobe? What's up, Kobe? Uh, what's up, my man? Well, no worries, because you can get it right now at podcastone.com. Just click on the big podcast with Shaq, and while you're there, check out Shaq's other A-list guests, Charles Barkley, Kyrie Irving, Dan Patrick, DeMarco Murray, Adam Sandler, Ronda Rousey, Nick Cannon, Rich Eisen, George Lopez, and so many more, like Kobe. We've gotten a fist fight. That just showed me that, you know what, this kid ain't gonna back down. At podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Hello, this is Rod Stewart, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Just keep listening. You're going to hear everything you want to hear and all the answers to Yes, you is. Phone number 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Fax number 310-854-455. Melissa Joan Hart and uh, Mike Damis are both here. Mike is from Teen Angel. He is the Teen Angel. And uh, Melissa is uh, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. I want to finish this conversation we're having. I've never seen them not switch to something. They may switch to compulsive exercising for a while, uh -huh. and then another substance will kick in. Really? That's yeah. actually the best kind of but situation. But you can't just stop... Having, like, a marijuana addiction. Yeah, you can, you. just like with every addiction. True, what? 14 years of radio. We were talking about addiction. Talking about what? Yeah. What? Marijuana addiction, yeah. right? And yeah, okay. Yes, you can stop. Any addiction, you can stop for periods of time until it gets conditioned. The reward systems get conditioned so intensely that you no longer can. And then it's then it's truly an addictive disease, and it's outside yeah. of any willful control. But without, so without, like, like... There will be progression. Yeah. There will always okay. be progression there, and there may be cross addictions and things. They may switch over to other things, but there will always hey, be Drew. progression. Yes. How come? I'm just thinking about this. Yeah. Whenever you get effed up on anything, yeah. booze, coke. When one does, yes. <laughs> Pot, whatever it is, Nyquil. Yeah. You immediately want to do something that either uh, harms yourself or harms someone else. I mean, not necessarily in a vindictive way. 
but you uh, you want to eat a bunch of crap. Uh, you want to uh, have unprotected sex. Uh, you want to drive real fast. Almost everything uh, that you want to do. <laughs> True that. Drew's been kicking the, that ma that Mike's ass uh, for the two years I've been here. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know well, it sounds get, like a stupid question, no, no, but I realize if I get stoned, everything I do is bad for me. Primitive impulses, things that you you were taught to contain, uh -huh. come to the surface and you can't contain them anymore. The the aggression. But you know, you get drunk, you get in a fight, uh, you yell at your girlfriend, the, the, the uh, you drive too fast. Deal. Yeah, driving too fast is, is a... But when you get drunk, it sounds like a really cool idea to go out to Tommy's for a triple uh, chili, you know, wrapped yeah. um, in bacon at uh, four in the morning, you know, I mean... It's just every impulse you have. You don't have like a tofu impulse when you're drunk. <laughs> no, hey, true. let's uh, go out to uh, some, um, you know, let's eat some sprouts. Come on. Yeah, all right. You get your ass kicked. You bring that up in front, in front of you're really, people. You're really talking about marijuana. That's the one that lowers no, your blood No, no, booze. Uh, there's been many a late night uh, Tommy's run or burgers run, burger run. What's Tommy? Tommy's is... Uh, Tommy Burger? There's only that, 750 of them. Is that a West Coast thing? Yeah, I guess it is. See, I've, been, I've only been out here a year. I guess I must have missed Tommy's. All oh, yeah. However, hmm. in and out is something I'm just loving. Yeah, yeah, I, that I, is good. In and out is never in and out. <laughs> I've never been. I've never spent That's true. 25 minutes. That is, that is change the name to there and wait, uh, because it's true. <laughs> Stay in, and it, you get you, you get your choice at those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was talking about waiting in line, but uh, <laughs> he's, he's talking about the long way around. No. Uh, Whitney. Hi. Hey, you're 19. Yeah, 19. Um, first of all, I had to tell you, Adam, that I, I do have tofu impulses after R smoking pot. Really? I'm a vegan, so. All right, so I'm going to take this uh, tofu. Now, I love this. Though. I'm going to put uh, Peter Pan peanut butter on it and uh, Bosco syrup and then what sprinkle is it, though, some with, jimmies with and some addicts, morsels. One of the most significantly deleterious drugs that people can get into, really marijuana does, uh, has all kinds of medical stuff associated with it, uh, have to be health food nuts and have to be concerned about their health, so concerned about it, and yet this one area they reserve for... Uh, mm. Uh, for self-destruction. I think it's because... I wouldn't say I'm a health food nut. Well, well, most people, I think, think of marijuana as an all-natural herbal... Yeah, that, you that's know. so bizarre. That's yeah, such it's bizarre like it's thinking. healthy. It's okay because it comes from the earth, you know? Right. And, and you know, uh, vegans like to, like to get there, there stoned, are, too, you know? There are, you got to be stoned in your vegan. It's all you got. There are hallucinogenic plants. <laughs> wearing canvas shoes and eating tofu. Come on. I was talking to a pharmacologist who was telling me there are hallucinogenic plants that grow in the floors of the, uh, the rainforests in South America that you can get one hit on, and you'll have these in incredible, wild hallucinogenic experiences and die. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, see, That's the natural. and die part, That's, That's the deal breaker for me. Wow. Uh, Whitney. Yeah. Uh, so you're vegan. Yeah, I am vegan. And that means no, no animal products, right? Yeah, whatsoever. No leather? No leather, no. Uh, no dairy? No dairy, definitely not. Oh, no. Now, what about all that stuff that has sort of animal byproduct stuff like uh, gelatin? No, I can't eat that. So, what do you eat? Um, just basically a lot of soy products mm -hmm. and a lot of vegetables. And what if, what if the soy and the vegetables was uh, fertilized with uh, cow manure? Wouldn't that uh, disqualify? Yeah, that is, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I look kind into of, that. Um, Gotta, I'm kind of of the philosophy that I've got to do what I can, so. Mm -hmm. Did you start this, or did um, your parents, like? No, no, this is, um, I've been vegetarian for two years and vegan for five months now. So, um, it's just my own thing. Okay. It's kind of an animal. Are you, are you gassy? 
What's your question? Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wait, what's your question? Um, my question is about nine months ago, I had um, an abnormal pap smear, which showed up with HPV. Mm-hmm. And um, they did some biopsies and stuff, and I had some precancerous cells mm-hmm. in my um, cervix. Mm-hmm. So I had it removed with laser surgery. And um, everything seemed to be okay, except for that ever since that surgery nine months ago, I haven't been able to like enjoy any kind of intimacy with my boyfriend. The, is it painful? It's not painful. It's just um, a general disinterest in Are you, and anything to do with do it. Do you blame him for the problem? Well, he, she's sworn well, off meat, <laughs> Drew. Come on. <laughs> well, There's a um, little uh, vegan humor there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mike, where are you with the drum kit, please? <laughs> oh, Thank come you. on. That was funny enough. You're, no, when they're no. not funny is when you got to do the drum sound, please. <laughs> Thank you. No, I, I don't blame him. Um, I did um, I'm, I contract it from him, but... Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I really, I mean, I don't blame him. So. What do you mean, don't blame him? Well, I mean, I did get it from him, but it's not really. I don't think the um, inability to enjoy intimacy. Did he know he had it? Did he know he had it? No, actually, um, I ha- I made him get a general like STD test. Yeah. Before um, we slept together. Right. And um, everything came up okay, but from what my doctor told me, it's pretty much like. That's not to test for yeah. Well, there is one thing they can do. They can pour acetic acid over the man's genitalia and look at it under sort of a black light and the, the pre-wart but, lesions. Light and I'll down. tell you the reason why most guys don't. Hold on, quiet down. <laughs> the reason most guys don't go for that is um, it's like uh, uh, for an extra eighty-five fifty, we can dump acid on your nuts. <laughs> uh, no, I'll just hold off on that, Doc. Uh, Please. Now, what's it do? Does, do you have to shut the lights off when you do that? What? Do you have to hold a light up to it yeah, or anything? Yeah, yeah, special black UV lights. Right? Oh, see. Wait, I want to know now, see, if you're a stone, that's something you could really get off on. When guys go to the doctor for a physical, don't they have to do, like, a coughing test? What yeah. What is that yeah. about? They don't that's just checking acid. for her name. See, I'm, I'm in an old that, guy. That is, that is uh, what you do is you... you well, do it on mic. You're, you're putting an index finger into the inguinal canal to see if there's any, actually, any bowel coming down the canal, which is what a hernia is. Oh, okay. And, and if you cough, it, it forces it down. You uh-huh. can feel the bowel come down all of a sudden into your finger. And uh, they tell you to turn your head and cough. Um, so do guys just do this in the shower once in a while just for kicks? No, I can't figure out. I never, I, I, uh, I used to play football, and I'd always get one of those each year, but I never knew where the guy was and what he was doing. And, Why does uh, he want you to turn your head? So you don't <laughs> cough on his head. Yes, that's basically it. I figured out a lot of this stuff really has, uh, uh, it's not grounded in any kind of um, important medical, important medical uh, anything. It's just they don't <laughs> want to get their head coughed on. Because when a guy's got his index finger, uh, you know, nestled between your penis and your scrotum, you tend to look. You want to know what's going on. You know what the worst thing is? And then you would cough while you're looking at the back of his it's head. It's when you know it's coming, like he locks the door. It's right. All in, it's all in anticipation. I like the part I'm where they sorry, tell you to get it. get down to your underwear, and then they come back four days later. <laughs> uh, get down to your underwear. Um, we'll have a bunch look, of strangers <laughs> parading through the room, and uh, you can sit there like an ass in your underwear look, until look they come back. Look what we do to women. Well, what yeah. We, we put them up in midair, and then say, "I'll be back in a second. With your feet up on yeah. stirrups, and then it's always, <sighs> "Can you move on down?" <laughs> I know, but uh, women are designed for that. Hey now. Men are more modest. There. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where, what were we talking about? Men are more <laughs> I could never do that. I would be the world's worst woman. Yeah, but listen to the Except for I would said. put out, I'll tell Let's you that. Let's finish with Whitney, please. Line Mike, side. you'd be getting something tonight, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, right. That's right. Mike's cute. Whitney. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, no, he's got so some great eyelashes. Are, are you suspicious that he knew about this? No, no, okay. I, I don't believe it. Are you worried about it? 
I'm not worried about any kind of recurrence or anything. Well, I, now, you understand there there is a reasonable risk of recurrence, right? Yeah, I, I have to go in every three months right, for papping. Right, right, right. But, you know, as long as you stay on top of it, it's no big deal at all. Yeah, and I've modified my, you know, when I do have sex, I've modified my behavior, but, well, you what? know, as far as I wasn't using condoms. So mm-hmm. now he's using condoms. Because I felt like if he had an STD test, then I was all clear, go ahead. Is he vegan or vegetarian, well, now, too? But vegetarian. It's, what, yes. what, That's I don't, what not, he tells you. <laughs> Are there concern? I'm not. Are they concerned that the wart's going to get re-exposed, the virus? I mean, why would you wear a condom now? You've already been exposed. Well, just because I've kind of become wary of this virus. You know, I I'd never heard anything about HPV. Yeah, but you have it. You you're the one that has it now. Well, I know, but I'm just saying maybe there's other stuff out there now. I'm not going to really. I'm not willing to take any chances so, now and find out six months down the road I have something else. Okay, that's a reasonable thing to do. Uh, and certainly with anybody in the future, you'll be careful. And you'll be protecting them from HPV because you now will be infectious with that forever. John. Yeah. You're 20. Yes, I am. You're on with Melissa Joan Hart and Mike Damis. Thank you. Um, I just want to say that I've had a crush on Melissa Joan Hart since I first saw her on Nickelodeon. And a few years back, my brother and I went down to Nickelodeon Studios and snuck into the studio itself to try to find the set to Chris explains it all. When was this? It was about four or five years ago. So we were there, or no? Well, they ended up that we ended up finding some tour thing or something. Uh huh. And that we ended up in in some little game room or something. Uh. Quite disappointed, but after that we found all your your little goodies in the gift shop there. Oh, okay. <laughs> like what? Oh, there's postcards, pens, whatnot. Yeah, they have Boy, stuff. Boy, you got dolls. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff. Pens. Stuff I don't even know about. There's posters. There's there's books. There's yeah. Strange, wow. Strange stuff out there. John? Yes, sir. Um, uh, you, do you still have a crush on Melissa? Mm, not as much as before, but... Oh. That's, that's Why? Why? What happened? She's <laughs> a great girlfriend now. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, be careful. N- nothing against you. I mean, she, she reminds me every time that Sabrina's on, but... <laughs> Does she get mad at you? Um, I think she might be a little mad now, but I don't think she gets all that mad. I mean, she has a big old crush on Dave Duchovny, so... Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. So it's, it's equal to each other out there. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm flattered. It's always a uh, dangerous conversation to have with the uh, partner, which is the um, hypothetical, uh, uh, would you have sex with this person, or would you let me have, could I have sex with Cindy Crawford, honey, and you could have sex with Dave Duchovny? It'd be cool with me if you just did it once, if I could have sex with Cindy. It always uh, leads to trouble, those uh, hypothetical... I just did that recently, my... uh... My boyfriend's got a crush on someone in, uh, on TV, and I, I ripped out some pictures from the Entertainment Weekly and hung them above his bed, you know, just right. teasing him a little. Yeah, people, uh, you know, I always thought you could have crushes on celebrities because it was like almost having a, uh, it was like having a crush on someone you're never going to meet. You know, that was safe, but uh, people still get pissed off about it. Yeah, well, last night on, uh, I think it was on Leno, uh, Vanessa Williams was on, and, and my boyfriend wanted to watch it. I got a little curious about that. Sure. You know, oh, you want to see Vanessa Williams? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, but he's into you, right? Yeah. Better be. Yeah, no. I would be. <laughs> I certainly would. It's been two and a half I'd years. I'd treat you like a queen. Aw. Ma- Mike, you got a girlfriend? No. You're a little young. Aw. I'm dead, man. How old are you? I'm 18. I turned 18. Like All right, well, it's time. Oh, You're dating and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, started, you started up at UCLA this year, right? Yeah. Well, oh, you do? Yeah, I take courses on the weekend because I work oh. all week. Mm. All right, yeah. you're, you're set, though. You're like Mr. Teen Angel. Don't Come stop. on. Don't all right, uh, we're going to go to break. Uh, who's leaving? You're not oh, leaving. Ah, you stay I, one more I break. Got, oh, Where are you going? All right, one more break. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> the wow, publishers it went by hate so me. Quick. Yeah, it flew by. A blink of an eye. And you know, I'll tell you what you do. Uh, stay till the uh, next break, and then you can like uh, move your nose or something and set the clock back, and uh, it'll okay. be like you left at eleven. All right. The voices are trying to throw me off while they're while I'm trying to concentrate on this. Okay, you're safe. Thank you. Love line. I'll be right back. The NFL 2015 season is well underway. And Podcast One's got you covered 24-7 with network studs like Dan Patrick. Is Peyton Manning still a top five player? Plus Rich Eisen and Ian Fitzsimmons. Ex-big game champs like the Stinkin' Truth with Mark Schlereth, who provides you with weekly picks and NFL A-listers. Mike Shanahan, is there a place where you could see RG3 kind of rekindling his career? I think what Robert has to decide is, you know what, it may take me a couple more years to learn to be a complete drop-back quarterback. So it all depends on if he wants to accept to be that type of guy and learn. Not to mention Jay Moore's Sports LA and Ross Tucker's football podcast. He was wearing cement boots trying to get back from center. And if you love to play fantasy football, we've got you covered with huge podcasts from DraftKings and Fantasy Feast with Ross Tucker. Don't miss a single snap all season long. Head to podcastone.com now. That's podcastone.com. Line. I'm and we will be back in 10 seconds. This is Love Line on Radio Station. Melissa Joan Hart and Mike Damis are both here. Mike is from uh, Teen Angel. Melissa is from... Um, uh, Sabrina, Sabrina explains it all. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> you went along with that, didn't you? On uh, ABC. That would be uh, Friday nights. Starts at 8. Uh, and then uh, then um, uh, Mike's show, Teen Angel, starts at 8.30. And it's uh, it's nice, wholesome entertainment for the family. Yeah, it's fa- exactly. It's family. Everyone's like, it's kids. It's not. It's family. Yeah, Friday night is kid night. It, it, Friday Is that when... Uh, Families watch TV on Friday yeah. night? Yeah. Because uh, yeah, Suzanne Summers shows on. and uh, Who's your big competition? Well, now it's uh, Urkel. It's uh, Family Matters. They've oh. moved over to CBS, I believe, and, and yeah, we're on the same time. But we've been kicking their butt since since their premiere. So. Yeah. They threw Urkel his 75-year birthday party <laughs> last week at CBS. Not, they're on like 11 years. Right? Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Urkel did the first season from his mom's belly. He wasn't actually born. They had uh, Urkel's pregnant mom do the show. And they somehow still mic'd him up, which I'm still looking into. All right, phone number, 1-800-LVE-191. And it's back to the phones we go. Tracy. Hi. Hey, you're 17. Um, I have a question for Melissa. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're really great. Um, I used to watch you when you were on um, Clissa Explains It All. Uh-huh. And I watch it every Friday um, on Sabrina. It's one of my favorite shows. Thank you. And now Teen Angel is, too. I love that. All right. And um, um, I have a question for you. Um, how did you get into acting, and um, do you have any advice for someone that's wanting to get into acting? Um, 
Well, I got into acting when I was four years old. I started, um, my mom had a friend whose daughter was an actress, and they got a manager, which is actually probably the best way to try to get started. I would say take lessons, go to uh, acting school or take drama or something in school, or, uh, you know, I, I never did take any kind of drama or acting lessons, but I did take a lot of, like, dance lessons, which I think helped me out, and, um, not so much with my acting, but with my balance and this and that, you know, and, and I think acting-wise, you need to get, you need to have a lot of patience, and, um, I think... Would you say, uh, finish school? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really focus on school. Definitely finish school. Huh. But Wait a minute. Why do you need to finish school if you're going to be an actor? No. You drop look, right out whatever, of school. Whatever you're going to go into, Let me tell you, uh, yeah. a liberal, broad education is extremely yeah, important. I've learned more about broads and liberals do in <laughs> two years of doing this show, uh, Drew, than I ever did <laughs> in school. I Please. Been here tutoring no, you I, I went through all that. I got tutored through high school. I mean, I had an awful junior high experience. I did not like going to school, but then... Once um once I got Clarissa, I had to be tutored, and I had to switch around schools and my grades. And I was a really good student, and I got a lot of, I got really great grades, and I started taking things in 10th grade, like Russian 1, Spanish 1 and 2, French 4. You know, uh, I had, like, tutor? all these things. What? Uh, you go to school also, or was from no, a this tutor? No, like, this, is, this is from my school. And then all of a sudden, because I got, um, because I was, I was uh, forced to be tutored because I could not go to school and work at the same time, uh, my grades went way down. I had to repeat classes because they didn't think global studies was the same thing as world history. And, you know, so all of a sudden my grades went way down because I did start acting. You know, and I don't, I don't regret it, but I, I don't, I wouldn't say, you know, go be tutored and be an actor. Tracy? Yeah. Do uh, you want to be an actress? Um, yeah. Uh, I, in, when I was in fifth grade, I, I did a play and, um, I kind of, you know, got into acting because one of my friends, he, when he was in high school, he did a lot of plays. All right. That's fun. See, I would stay with stay with the school plays, and maybe if you want, take some acting classes on the side or some drama or something. But Yeah, just do it. Please. <laughs> That's enough. I miss a legitimate stage, Drew. I really do. You know, I listened to you guys the other night when you just kept turning people. Yeah, you just true. Kept not you guys. Not you guys. Oh, it's you. It's Adam. Oh, <laughs> Well, here's the deal. If you want to do anything, you, you, you go out and do it. I mean, uh, there's no real uh, fast yeah, track but it to is, it. Yeah, it is hard to get... Acting is... I mean, my boyfriend has been here for a year with me, and he's been trying to, you know, get into acting. And he's done stuff on Sabrina. He's done stuff outside of Sabrina. But it's really difficult to get an agent, to get someone to kind of recognize you and, and say you're different than everyone else. No, it's, you know? it's horrible. They You do these mass mailings with a headshot and the uh, yeah. resume. You send out hundreds of them. It took me 17 years to get to this point, And, you know, I've only... I've only... I mean, the sh Sabrina... No, Clarissa's been on for seven, eight years, something like that. And we haven't shot it in four or five she years. She wasn't making a living with Clarissa. She I worked, was not she worked for the same network that we work for. Until oh, you worked for MTV? I was working for MTV. And so it actually part of MTV. cost you money then to do exactly. uh, Clarissa Explains It All. <laughs> I wow. I out of my pocket. No, Jeez, but yeah. We've got to start saving. we got a new season coming up, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Acting didn't, you know, it didn't pay off until this year, so. All right. That's a tough way to go. Yeah, it is. It, I know. You know, uh, I should be retiring soon. That's all I, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mike, wait, how'd you get acting? Uh, I, uh, Oral sex, right? It was, it no. was the casting I've couch. I've seen your... Uh, yeah. Uh, I fell into it. I, I understudied on Broadway when I was 12. Did you? Yeah. Me too. Yeah? Yeah, so I did theater. Right. I uh, went on once. And, uh, but well, I mean, from you... New York. Well, from New York. But you started, yeah, uh, obviously but I, but started were, early. Yeah, my parents, uh, like Dr. Drew says, it's very... I think it's very important that you uh, finish high school, at least, before you 
pursue. Your, your brother's at MIT now, right? My brother's at MIT. What's he studying? He's studying ocean engineering. Yeah. yeah. So... I yeah, I still, school is important. All I right, still attend uh, NYU. I, I have a paper due tomorrow. All right, like that's coming in. Jeff. It is, I wrote it last night. You're 24. What's it on? Yeah, how y'all doing? Wait a minute, hold on. How do you go to, how do you go to NYU? It, it's on, I do independent Extension. study and right you, now. You fax them? Uh, I do, during the summers I go. Like, I went to Florence, Italy and did a program, oh, Renaissance Art. Stay home and watch what's the your, Discovery what's your Channel, on? please. What's your paper on? What? What's your paper My paper's on um, comparing Tina Turner's biography to Audrey Hepburn's. I'm oh, doing, please, that's I'm not doing the schooling. lives of women artists. I hey, now. There's something power. I'm interested in that has to do with what Oh, I... stay at home and read variety, please. That's not any kind of schooling. What Listen kind of education you. is that? You watch the E! Channel, you learn more what? about the, those people than See, uh, writing a like paper. See, you sound like my father. My father's always like, why do you go to school? You already got a career. Da, da, da. Yeah. I want to learn things, and these are things I'm, I'm interested you in. You have to go to so school. I wanna, yeah. These are, and you have to go to school. It, it just <laughs> makes you such a more well-rounded person. Drew, not everyone studies at school like you did. Most people just go there smoke pot and uh, you know uh, getting a fist fights and that's part i will of the kill education. myself <laughs> if my kids do that jeff you're 24 <laughs> yeah first of all uh, you guys are great neither one of your kids are going to finish the sixth grade i'm just going out on a limb and saying that you would have hung up on i'll me kill if I was, you if, if that happens <laughs> well i have a question um when i was a child um i really don't even remember the age uh my parents who are now divorced um used to do this uh mock rape type of uh scenario and they do it in front of me and uh, uh hold on a second give me that melissa you can't sit there and no, stare at a just, magazine that's just wrong. Wrong. parents were getting raped and you're <laughs> reading entertainment tonight please have some decorum <laughs> and uh no, what do you mean was. a mock rape what did, what did you see well um i was pretty young but there's two instances that i really remember um uh, my dad would take her into the bathroom and uh, close the door and my mom would be screaming my name for help type of thing, and then giggle and laugh and whatnot. Uh, and I'd be sitting there pounding on the door, getting all pissed off at my father. Screaming your name. How old were you? Um, you know, I don't even know. Um, maybe seven or eight. Okay, all right. At the, at the oldest, I think. And you think they were having sex in there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you knew that's what was happening at the time? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, How did I, you know what that was? Uh, you seven, well, I, eight years old? You can figure that stuff out. Uh, yeah, uh, I've seen yeah. doing it before. You what? I'd seen them doing it before. Okay, that's the problem right there. The, the, so, the, the, yeah, and it's uh, you know, it's been bugging me for years. Sure. <laughs> Th this yeah. happened more than once. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, All right, but they, this is this. But, but what about other than that? How are they still together? No. But this no. this says something about the quality of uh, parents these people were. Uh, yeah. No boundaries, intrusive, no empathy for this child. Bad news. Yeah. yeah. Parents. They're divorced. My father cheated on my mother for a year, and then they broke up. And she well, maybe that was just mock cheating. We don't know for sure. <laughs> and so okay. what's the question? Well, um, I really want to confront my mother with it mm. and my father. To uh, why? What's it yeah. going to do for you? Um, it's not going to change who they are. It's not yeah. going to change the, the, the impact it had on you. It's not going to change your internal emotional world. All right, but, but they screwed him up, and uh, they may not be aware of that. Yeah, no, they're completely oblivious. Mm. It, 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 it would gratify us mm -hmm. to have them confronted, nice. but, I, but I'm not sure it would do anything for you. Let's call them right now. We'll have, uh, uh, we'll have uh, Clarissa explain <laughs> the yeah. mock rape. Well, yeah. I'm just wondering what I can do then to uh, get this out uh, of my mind. Uh, I mean, I'm 24. I don't know. I think he should confront them. All right. I, I, you know, and I'm, I'm uh, usually... Uh, 
dead set against any kind of confrontation because it's always just weird and uncomfortable and you end up feeling worse. You don't get anything out of it. But in this case, uh, I think it's bugging him, and I think he's got to get it out and uh, give them the opportunity to explain themselves if that's possible. I I think that these are people that displayed severe empathic failure and that his emotional world was impacted by this and the only way it's going to really be healed is with some professional help uh, and and really get through this. Well, there's going to have to be some of that involved too, but uh, I think if it's really bothering him and each time he sees his mom or his dad, it's something that's on the tip of his tongue and something that uh, he's waiting to uh, get out, then I think he should get it out. Okay. Uh, you don't have to necessarily uh, refer to it as the mock rape incident, but you could oh, just say uh, yeah. you guys did some things that uh, were, you know, sort of traumatizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, why don't you do that? All right, that's great, that's great. And uh, is there any sort of uh, uh, professional help out there for lower income? I mean, I'm not dead poor, but... Mm, check, okay. There are a lot of prorated uh, organizations out there. Check with any teaching institutions. Okay. Very often you get interns. And yeah, it's like, you know, you go to the barber college uh, to get a cheap haircut. <laughs> you go to the shrink college to get some uh, cheap uh, emotional advice. Right, Drew? Mm. Oh, let me tell you. Um, tell don't me. they have, uh, doesn't uh, health health insurance cover some of this stuff? On a very limited capacity, especially these days. And the HMO coverage is pathetic. Mm. I'm going back to the shrink soon. You're going to have to pay out of pocket. Oh, yeah, I know. For what you need. <laughs> I get some sort of uh, well, don't don't I get uh, bulk rate? Yeah, don't I get some bulk rate? Possibly some sort of baggage rate. <laughs> Please, Drew. You know you like to think I'm way more screwed up than I actually am. I've been through <laughs> I, five years of therapy. I'm funny. in great shape. I think you, I'm you like to think people. about it as you're way less screwed up than you actually are. What's that? No, I just can't believe how, how actually sane you are. Yeah, as compared to what I thought from listening over the radio I and see. you know. Look at me, I'm all together. You do have it kind of together, yeah. Look at me. You guys There's no make facial such a great expressions team. going on whatsoever. You just say things and... No, I'm just <laughs> you can't get too much help, you'll ruin the duo. Yeah, that's right. I'll come in here and be like, Drew, I'm, I'm, I'm in touch with what you're saying right now, and I'm not rejecting it, and I don't food. mean this is a put-down in any way, but you've damaged my inner child. <laughs> and my inner child would like to uh, talk to you off the air. I have a scene tomorrow with my inner child. Thank you for oh, you do? Yeah, that. my inner child comes out of me and, and, and tells me that she wants presents. It's a whole Christmas <laughs> thing. That's very funny. Didn't you turn into a, didn't you go back and like do a 60s thing uh, yeah. last weekend? Actually, we did, um, that was a, a tie-over episode we did with the, the whole TGIF block. I, me and my cat Salem. Right. I traveled throughout the whole TGIF thing with the time ball. My cat swallowed the time ball, and I was trying to get the time ball from him. And every show went back to a different... We went back to the 60s. What would you go back we to? We went to the 70s. And You Wish went to the 50s. And I don't know about Boy Meets World. But, yeah, that's... Yeah, that, really was, that was fun. Oh, yeah. I tried yeah, I'm, to pick her up. I'm, I'm hip. Yeah, it, didn't, right. it didn't work? No. Hello? But it would work in real life, I bet. Sabrina. Uh-huh. Hey, it's Sabrina. That's your yeah, name? I'm here. You're 19. Cool name. Yes, I am. Um, okay. One thing, uh, can I ask um, Melissa a question real quick? Yeah. Hey, do you know, um, uh, oh, my, I had the name, it was on the tip of, Greg or? Uh-oh, why? No. Sean Doss. <laughs> yeah, she knows him, Wh- why? Oh, you do? <laughs> no, I'm not, I, uh, She might, why, what's might, your question? Wh- I don't oh, know. Because, um, she didn't sleep with him, if that's what you want to know. Because um, I went to this thing for TVI acting mm-hmm. studios, and they said that he was like a really big casting director and whatever. And he, like, loved me, and he told me to, like, come out to L.A., and he wanted me to, like, try out for soap operas. Oh. And stuff, and I didn't know if he was, like, 
like a totally legitimate guy or not. No, I don't know. Uh, I've met a bunch of casting directors in my time, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ask Adam about a casting director. He's an expert. Uh, A-holes, all of them. The insecure, power-hungry A-holes. Yeah. That's what all casting directors are. deep-seated feelings. I, I hate them all. I hate casting directors almost as much as I hate um, publicists. Wait, why now? Hmm? Why? Yeah. Uh-oh. All right, hold on a second. Sorry. Me. Because... Um, they don't gratify his narcissistic needs. They, they want you to, they they want you to uh, just uh, perform uh, like, uh, like a monkey in front of them. Otherwise, they get PO'd. You're like, um, have you ever been in a casting session? Yeah, um, and they called it, my agent and complained no, 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 that I mean, I'm rude. Ever, like, have you ever been there and, and oh, watched other people? Watched other people come in and because uh, you know my mother and I. No, they don't let me company. do that. Well, my <laughs> mother and I have a production company and like we 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 produce. I do Sabrina. a crappy radio show. I don't know. If you've mistaken <laughs> me for somebody. <laughs> no, just because I've I've been on that side. You know, I I help cast Sabrina and, and the movies of the week I do and stuff like that. And it's yeah, you're, people are treated like a piece of meat. You know, right. So like, no, you know, she was ugly. No, you know, this one had acne. You know, this, you know. Right, and they do that thing where they tell eight or ten people, uh, show up at two. Yeah. They have a bunch of people all show up at and the they same just time. And wait for like an hour. And then while everyone's sitting out there waiting, sitting on pins and needles, uh, reading the sides, uh, you guys are in back finishing the potato salad and the sandwiches, <laughs> uh, yucking it up in no particular hurry. Why? Because they're a bunch of desperate actors. And there's a million more where they came from, so screw them. We'll just treat them like dirt. And yeah, it's pretty rough, the so whole auditioning. So that's why I said to that girl that wanted advice on acting, have patience, because you can, you can go through years and years of just auditioning. Right. And, you know, or not even getting an agent, not even be able to audition. And it's a, it's, a, it's a degrading, humiliating, abusive. It's really, uh, for a guy, uh, I guess what a, a gynecological exam would be. It'd be about the closest thing. Uh, get up there, uh, spread yourself, and uh, we'll that's all take a, a look. That's a lovely visual. Thank you. And... Uh, <laughs> And then, but here's the, here's the, the capper is uh, they're such uh, insecure babies, most of these people, that when I give them a little dose of their own medicine, well, they immediately get on the phone to my agent and say, Adam was abusive. The casting directors are the, or yeah. actors. Okay. The casting say, directors. Actors are, are very needy, kind of always wanting attention. Don't you think, Mike? The, the actors? Yeah, the actors casting? are always, no, actors are just always wanting yeah, they're, attention. They're you horrible. Would you address Everyone. me as Teen Angel for the rest of the night? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, so uh, we all hate casting directors, right? And publicists, and anyone else involved in the business, right, Drew? What do you say? All right, let's uh, take uh, take let's one more quick way. call, please. Uh, Maya. 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 Oh, Can that yeah, be Maya? Isn't that Maya like Mayan civilizations? Yeah, yeah, that's M A Y A. Just ignore him. M A Y A. Yeah, I didn't drop the N. <laughs> well, um, how do you spell May? M A Y. All right, then uh, what if you put at the, uh, an A at the end of M-A-Y? What would that, how would you pronounce that? Maya. All right. I thought there had to be an I in it. There's no Maya with an I? No. No. What's wrong Maya's with this with damn... Are there Maya's with a J, though? M-A-J-A? Probably. I, I think oh, so. Boy. I think I've heard that one. What is wrong yeah. with this language? That's it. I'm moving to Mexico. <laughs> well, that's where you'll hear Maya. Go ahead. Um... <laughs> Well, first of all, I want to say to Melissa, I think you're a beautiful person, and it shows through in your acting. Thank you. Um, and Adam, I totally am in love with you. You don't even understand. Mm. I first saw you uh, on Love Line. You're oh, we really we don't oh, no, understand. No, go ahead. No. <laughs> I first saw you on Love Line, uh -huh. and whoa. Yeah. I mean, at, on MTV, and I just think you're the greatest. Same with you, Dr. Drew, but Adam... Uh, you're my one and only. <laughs> There's a little little something extra going on. Even though they uh, dress me like a, uh, a, a brain-dead uh, snowboarder, 
Who's that? Uh, bowling hey, instructor. Hey, what's wrong with snowboarder? Oh, please. I'm 33 <laughs> years old. I look like I, I came out of some sort of a gotcha catalog or something. <laughs> it's uh, it's humiliating. I swear I'm going to get something new this this season. They, they, they said they may be. Uh, no, you know the beauty of TV is... Uh, Adam has to look like this, and Drew has to look like that, and if they look anywhere close to each other, it's going to get real confusing for the people who are watching. You see, Drew? Because I have to be in like a clown outfit, and you got to be dressed like a lawyer. Otherwise, people are going to get confused. Yes. You see? They'll forget who is who. Yeah, they won't know. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll yeah. be talking, and they'll go, why is Drew's mouth moving, and nothing's coming out? Wait a minute, who is that? Oh, please. I'm, I'm swear, I'm going to dress like a human being this show instead of that big... All right. I, anyway, she had on, a question, you. I think I saw you on Pictionary once. Or... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the same way. I, I, I was on this week. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's the one I saw. Right. Yeah, and you looked the same. Oh, wow. <laughs> I watched that for a while. Um, okay. Well, my question was for you, actually. Yeah, it was um, win, lose, or draw, right? Yeah. Oh, was it win, lose? Okay. It's a uh, uh, Pictionary is what win, lose, or draw was uh, <laughs> 15 on. years ago. It's because I'm no Burt Reynolds. That's the only difference. I was just flipping through and I saw you and I just had to stop. So. Well, thank you. Um. Well, my question was for you. Um. How come? What? I remember one girl saying one time that you think that it's just so wrong for younger girls to be with older um, men. Why is that? Why do you? What? What's your reasoning really behind that? I mean, I'm not talking like 16 year olds with like 30 year olds. I'm talking like, you know, 20. We, we, how old's your boyfriend? Um. Well, he's 28. Okay. We mostly so get concerned. We mostly get concerned with people who are not yet adults dating adults. That's our biggest concern. Yeah. Well, you and know. I, I don't trust the guys. Yeah, you know, the guys are honestly. the guys are, are sick or assholes, one or the other, or be, or predators. Or, or and the, that's the problem. It's or, not the women. That's yeah, the or they have some sort of um, you know insecurity thing. They're they're right, they're pricks. Pre- You're right. Pre- I I don't know what it is, but uh, but but this summer I studied uh, um, Renaissance literature and I yeah. read Boccaccio's Decameron, uh, and just it said that uh, younger men will pretty much like drain you of everything, and older men will give you presents. So. <laughs> <laughs> there so you go. go for him. <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing wrong with a good draining every once in a while. Is there true? Isn't that healthy? I don't know. All I right. just, I, I, I think eight-year-old, twenty-eight-year-old, we'd be like suspect, but we wouldn't be outraged or, or disturbed about it the way we would be if she were sixteen or fifteen with a twenty-eight-year-old. Yeah, but even uh, there's a lot of guys out there. They're you know thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-four, and they're dating a nineteen or twenty-year-old. Yeah, well, I think that's pathetic. That teacher that had that the little boy's baby or something. Is well, that true? What's yeah. this? What, what, what? That, that teacher, the 34-year-old teacher who was married and had kids and, oh, right. and had an affair with like her 13-year-old student and he, uh, she had her, his baby. And oh, I think they, wait a minute, that was a caller on our show, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So no, I mean, this is we this had that like a big call. thing in the We news, had that call. Well, maybe they were just... Uh, maybe they are just reading it yeah. and calling it back yeah. to us. But uh, I don't mind if the woman's older and the guy's younger. Oh, that's, that's fine, fine with, with me. you. Yeah. That's double standard. Because older women give you presents? Yeah, and uh, young w- women uh, drained, uh, at least according to Pistachio or whoever the hell that was <laughs> you're reading. Gotcha. Uh, uh, anyway, Melissa, Joan Hart, and uh, Mike Davis. M- Mike, are you sticking around? I gotta go. I have to go too. All right, uh, screw both. So no, we we I, I have no, bedtime. Yeah, just uh, we have day jobs. <laughs> and okay, I, I guess Dr. So do I. Yeah, yeah, Drew's got to get up too. I'm gonna wine too. That's fine. You're getting paid to be here. Uh, ABC <laughs> Friday nights. Um, Sabrina, Melissa's the getting paid to walk witch. to the mailbox. <laughs> she will soon. And uh, Teen Angel, uh, 8 and 8.30 Friday nights. Uh, don't miss it. Thank you for coming on. Thank I also you. want to thank Diamond Limo for um, uh, hauling one of you out here. I'm me. guessing. Uh, That'd much. be me. Mike, you, you, I arrived in the Pinto. You make it another season, you get the limo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for coming on. And uh, w- we will be back 
after this. I don't think they're aware of how much they suck. Hey, that's not very nice. You kiss my mother with that mouth. I mean, your mother. Love line, I'll be right back. Simon Lebon. And I'm Warren Kukarula from Duran Duran. You're listening to Love Lines with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Mwah. Just for you. Those guys are so sexed up. These are, what are they, 40 something now? Calm down, boys. Nice guys, though. I like the Duran Duran. Phone number for Love Line 1 800 L O V E 191. Fax number 310 854 4455. Uh huh. Okay. What? I had a lovely experience today, Drew. What? I had one of those, um, you know, I'll tell you the thing about me. I don't, um, the little things in life are the ones that just drive me yes. completely yes. insane. Yes, I know. <laughs> and as a kid, I always looked forward to being an adult because there were certain privileges that came uh, with being an adult. Right. That people treated you like an adult. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. remember when you were like seven, eight years old, six years old, whatever, and you're sort of hanging on to mom's leg and you're at some uh, wherever, and they'd, uh, yes, Mr. So-and-so, uh, yes, Mrs. Oh, uh, right away, uh, please. Uh, no, uh, uh, but, but. Remember that? Yeah. That's kind of gone from our society now. Oh, and yeah. I realize that, like, um, we're getting screwed because when I was a kid, it was really cool to go to the gas stations and watch the guy with the bow tie come out and clean the windshield and then uh, roll down the window and say to Dad, uh, fill her up with uh, ethyl and uh, let me check the oil. And <laughs> There was a gas called purple, I think, too. But uh, anyway, uh, old story. Uh, here's the point. I sort of look forward to being the, in the, guy, the guy in the driver's seat. Right. Except for now, I just get some uh, steely-eyed guy uh, looking like he'd like to kill me uh, through some uh, bulletproof glass who's pissed off as hell at uh, me and my culture and just wants me to get the hell out of his face. And I'm pumping it myself. But anyway, I went to the uh, Zanku chicken. I don't know if you know about the Zanku chicken. No, I don't know. This is good stuff. It's like, um, it's like Turkish stuff or right. Middle Eastern stuff. You know, okay. they take the chicken and they yeah. do the Armenian. They do the uh, shawarma. Uh-oh, Lisa's Armenian. All right. You know the Zanku, that's, uh, that's good chicken. And I love that place. So I go to, uh, they have a couple locations, so I go to one. And I order, um, uh, get to the counter. Lady asks me what I'd like. I'm looking up at the thing. I see uh, the shawarma plate. The shawarma is where they, uh, the weirdest language in the world, this uh, Ar Armenian. It's like a g gag language. I, they must have been drunk when they came <laughs> up with the uh, Armenian. But the shawarma is where they have those two, like, um, uh, Giant, you know those like spits. Uh, yeah. What you know? They yeah. turn real slowly, yeah, yeah. but they're vertical, right. and they have the layers and layers and layers of uh, lamb yeah. or beef and they or whatever, they and they take... carve it off, yeah. and they slice it off the side yeah. like yeah. they're uh, barber shaving the back of your neck or something, yeah. right onto the plate. It's great stuff. Anyway, they got the beef one, and they got the chicken one, right. and they're about uh, three feet apart on the same same thing. So uh, they're both six ninety five. Uh, what can I do for you? Um, I'll take the shawarma plate. Uh, beef or chicken? Um, why don't you give me half and half? We can't do that. Uh, how much are they? Same price? Yes. Yes, they are. Okay. Well, then just give me half uh, beef and uh, half chicken. We can't do that. 
listen, I've had this before. I've come in here and I've, I've got half and half before. That's the way I like it. Uh, I don't see any difference. They're the same price. No, you've never had that before. And uh, no, we don't do that. Could I please have it that way? No. I don't understand why I can't have it that way when they're both the same price. They're both right next to each other. And I don't want a full serving of each. I just want to uh, give me a little less of each. Uh, fine. No. Now, see, at this point, if I'm making six seventy-five an hour and working behind the, behind the counter, I cave in. Yeah, whatever you want. Who cares? Right. I'll spit in the food. But, you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm, why get into a war of wills uh, over chicken, you know? Uh, we can't do that. The manager won't allow it. Uh, oh, he won't? No. Okay, where's the manager? I'd like to talk to the manager and find out why I just can't have uh, half and half. Yes. Uh, he's not here. Okay, good. He'll never know. <laughs> I will not say a word. If you could just give me half and half, that would be great. No. It's like, why are you effing with me? What are you, what are you running here? You're open. You got a goddamn business. Someone comes in, they want to spend some money. Why do you got to F with them? What is that mentality? The problem with this world is everybody had such a crappy childhood that any form of confrontation becomes a battle. Right. Oh, An intrusion. Uh -huh. you want, I bet you want that chicken and beef, don't right. you, smart ass? Well, over my dead body. Well, You're not going to win. It's, it, it, right, it's, it's like exerting a, a, people feeling powerless and trying to exert power wherever they can. Right. You're going right. like to, it's some sort of battle. I've never seen the person before in my life. I just want my goddamn chicken and beef. That's all. Just do it. No, nope, not going to do it. And uh, we went round and round for 10 minutes, and it was just, no. <laughs> so uh, I left. Mm. I'm, I'm starting to, uh, the old Adam would have caved in and went with the pita platter, but I left. A and uh, I, drove, uh, <laughs> I drove down to Hollywood to the other one, and I walked right in, and I said, uh, I'll have uh, chicken and uh, the beef uh, combo shawarma. And the, the woman went, oh, okay. <laughs> same, uh, same name. Same thing, same price. I have a question for you. Just hmm. clarify this for me, because you've told me in the past that you one thing you hate about women when you go out to a restaurant and they order yes. something that's not on the when menu. When they're a pain in the ass. That they sit and they go, no, can you substitute this and How that? much more of a pain in the ass can somebody be than Adam was in this circumstance? And you just think, you know what, just order what's on the menu. Yeah. Well, so you're, you're becoming a pain in the ass, Adam. It's on the menu. There's you're becoming the, a high There's maintenance. the chicken one for six ninety five, and there's the beef one you for six ninety five. The thing you disdain the most. Shut up! Just shut Bruce Mike off. Maybe shut that's why it bothers you so much. Did I get him, Drew? They oh are, yeah, they are two on. feet apart on the same counter, and they're both on the menu. There's What's no so hard about putting the salad dressing on the side? Listen here. It's just because you you live with the the world, the queen of uh, out. I wouldn't even eat anywhere. I wouldn't even eat out of the kitchen if I were you over at your house with that wife of yours. Please, Drew. You have uh, you have no uh, no uh, no room to speak on this one. What's right, happened you know to Adam? I'm what right. happened to Adam? We used to love. Oh, him. you I all know, know him. He's, right. he's become so grandiose the last couple days. He's been on my ass for. About, have you noticed this for no. about a week? Just right, really but, on my. But case. you know I'm right on this one. Why do you have to argue oh, with people? Right. She didn't own the place. She didn't care. She wasn't going to get fired. By her own admission, the manager had gone. Just, I, I, you're uh, right. All right. Anyway, went, uh, went, went to the next one, got what I wanted. Everything's fine, and I put a curse on her and uh, that location. <laughs> Tom. Don. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to turn it this way. I can't see the thing. Don, you're 18. What's going on? Okay, uh... It's kind of hard to explain, really. Uh, first, I want to say, you know, guys, I love the show. 
And Adam, I really think you're the man. You really make the show with the humor and everything. Well, thank you. No problem. Uh, okay, I graduated from, with this girl from high school. She's like an absolute beauty queen. Uh, she was voted most attractive, you know the type. Well, she's usually involved with guys a little older, about three, four years older. And when we was in high school, she was always dating guys in college. Well, I just broke up with my girlfriend I've been with for like a year now. And she's kind of a uptight, uh, overprotective churchgoer type, you know. I never could go nowhere, couldn't do anything. Don, what's your question for us? Okay, the question is, how do I approach... Now, now I know how everyone else feels when I talk about food. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Don. Um, how do I approach this, uh, this girl who I'm interested in asking out? Mm-hmm. Um, from the back with the ether rack. What do you mean? Just go up and ask her out. No, I know, but I mean, it's she likes to uh, she likes going to parties and things like that. She's mm -hmm. a different type of girl than what I'm used to really being around. If you know what I'm saying. Well, don't be anything different than who and what you are. Well, you may want to change a little, Don. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, got, try I to do something that she enjoys. But, yeah. I mean, don't put on a big show that you're gonna have to keep up. Well, the thing is, that's really I'm more like her though. See, I always, before this girl, uh, this girl came into my life and. Well, then figure out something you'd like to do that that would probably be something she would like to do too and go do it together go don do it tomorrow and if it, if it doesn't work out you'll find out as soon as possible start all tomorrow right. all right okay just go ask her out don't waste one more day uh, fretting about it i wish i'd done that spent so much time uh, fretting about asking people out <laughs> you fret over it for uh, six months you finally uh, muster the courage to ask them out and they tell you they got a boyfriend yeah. and then <laughs> you just completely wasted all the time or yeah. they do go out with you which is even worse because you could have been going out with them six months ago, in which case the relationship would have been over by then. All right, we'll be back. I don't go in for these backdoor shenanigans. Shenanigans. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Shenanigans. Chips, dips, chains, whips. Shenanigans. High school orgy time to think about buying off the right back. Hey, this is, no, this is Billy from uh, Green Day, and you're listening to Love Line. Yes, you is. You want to talk about that, Troy? No, I'm done. No, no. Okay. I'll later. Huh? Off the air. It's not appropriate. Yeah, I, I can't bring... All right. There's some thing. business. Yeah. Drew, I'm about a patient. That's all. A little tragedy. Phone number. Nah, forget the phone number. Now, let's take some calls. Sarah. Yeah. You're 20. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> What's going on there, Mama? Um. Well, um, to start off, I moved here from Sacramento. Okay, then. Now we're getting somewhere. Hold and on. Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. And um, I have a boyfriend slash fiance, because I don't know if I want to consider him my fiance yet. Um, I love him to death with all my heart. He's wonderful mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, and there's not really a problem with him. I think it's probably me. Um, I probably should talk a little quieter. He's up there sleeping. Yeah. Um, but uh, more than anything, I think it's um, I can't. I don't enjoy um, having sex with him. I don't want to. I never do. You never did. Oh, I, I used to. Yeah, when we first got together. Yeah. What changed? Um, I think it was 
Um, I don't know. You know, I really don't know. Maybe we argue, you know, we, over petty things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, um, I feel like we're competing. I always feel like it's like this big competition. For what? Um, no matter what, what I, like, we have a subject and I feel one way and he feels another way. Mm-hmm. It's not like, okay, I honor your opinion. It's like, I'm right, you know. He's very, he's like. How old is he? He's 21, but he's from Australia. Oh, very, so very that makes him, what, 22 or something? Why do you love Time him? Time difference? <laughs> What's why, that? Why do you love him? Why do I love him? Because um, I've never had anybody... Um, so that might be the problem right there, because he's nice. You know what I mean? I mean, like, majority of the time, um, mm. he treats me better than... Uh-huh. Hold on. There's some gambling. Yeah. Gamble? Oh, Christ. I, I, I'm low on kids. No. I got change. Oh, shut up. Yeah, I you have you, never... I God gave you five bucks last night. Please. Mm-hmm. Come on, front me. All right. Um, so pathetic, winning my own dollar back. <laughs> oh, I had five bucks. Night after night, night that happens. Shush up. What are you talking about? I paid for you and Joey Ramone last night. Joey's a little slower on the gambling than uh, we usually like in a guest. Uh, Slow on a lot of things. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, some abuse. Uh, yeah, no sexual abuse. Um, uh, but Dad... Um, um, a uh, uh, little uh, verbal abuse from dad. Not a bad, not a good mm-hmm. guy. Be more specific. Cause that's where I'm going. Um, just uh, didn't. Uh, I don't know. What well, you be more specific? Go ahead. I'm going verbal abuse. Uh, dad may be alcoholic, but just one of these very abuse. Oh God, how can you really just uh, constantly telling her how worthless she is? I really, oh, really? never valued her. Okay, uh, that's uh, that's pretty good, Sarah. Yes. How's your dad? How's my dad? I miss him. He's good. I miss him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's working in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Was he uh, verbally abusive at all? No, uh, um, no. He's kind of, my mom's always, he, ha- he hasn't been there a lot in my life, but mm-hmm. in the times that I needed him most, he's always there. Mm-hmm. When, when have you needed him? Um, when I've had a problem with my mom or... No, what's going on with um, your mom? Pardon me? What's going on with your mom? Oh, she's fine. Um, she's just a, a mental wreck. <laughs> She's good. Um, Th- that would be metal wreck would not qualify as fine. No, well, I'm her. I'm kind of like her um, confidant. She comes and talks to me when confidant she needs or punching bag. Um, not so much a punching bag, a confidant. Um, but uh, septic bag. tank, uh, punching bag or confidant. Confidant. All right. Uh, um, thank God I'm not any either one of my folks' uh, confidant. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to do is hear my mom uh, oh. tell me about some stuff. Yeah, the sex isn't as good as it used to be, mom. Please. No, she's no. You talk about sex problems. There's sex problems right there. Um, she's had three um, marriages. She's on a third marriage right now, uh-huh. and it's rocky. All right. Um, but in regards to um, Christian and I, um, it's kind of we've moved in together. Yeah. Um, we first moved to Los Angeles together. Right. And I moved there for my acting career. I'd moved there previously when I was 18 by myself. Oh boy. And I was assaulted when I was down there. So I moved back to Sacramento. Who was all? Uh, did they catch you? My guy? neighbors. My neighbors. Oh, well, um, well, I got drugged with roofies. I don't know if you're. I'm pretty sure you are familiar with that. Oh yeah. Um, An old glove box full of them. <laughs> oh, that's great. horrible. Yeah, your neighbor's like in an apartment. I don't building. want to meet you in a dark alley. <laughs> We're trying to figure out why you make such a good victim. Why do I make such a good victim? Mm-hmm. Um, probably because I'm I'm open. I'm no. very open. And no, what happened to you? No, it's nothing good. Uh, yeah. Sorry, but not it's good. never anything. It's never a good thing that makes you a victim. Normally. Makes me a victim, no. It's usually um, having been victimized. Pressing? That's not good. That it's usually having been victimized in some way when you were very young. Pardon me? It's usually the result of having been victimized in some way when you were very young. When I was young. Not when I was young. All right. I had a nanny full-time that took care of me and was, uh, if I stopped, she hit me in the back. 
if you stopped. She hit me. You know what I'm saying? Not hit me. I mean, like, literally, she's walking that close to me to make sure I was okay. okay. Yeah, but, but having a nanny uh, can mean that parents weren't around. All right, listen. Let, let's, uh, I'm done exploring this. Sarah, uh, don't get married to a guy that you're arguing with constantly and that you don't really want to have sex with. That's right. And uh, hey, listen, guys, here's a tip. If you argue with a woman constantly, the sex will dry up. Or it'll get really good, but for a short period of time. All right, so don't get married. Your mom's been married four times. Don't get married. You understand? Give it about five years. At least. Yeah. Uh-huh. Brandon. Hello? Hey, you're 22. You're on Love Line. What's going on? Hey, how you doing? Good. I like your show, both of you. Thank you. And uh, I've never seen that movie, Sabrina, but I'm sure it's really good. It's a series. <laughs> oh, the, it's a series? Yeah. Sorry about that. That's all right. Well, I, uh, I have a question for you guys tonight. I, I needed to know, uh, at what point does a, does a man know when he's uh, interested in guys more than his friends? Um, when he wants to have sex with them. <laughs> when he uh, awakes to find a penis in his ass. Well, it hasn't come to that yet. Oh, okay. But, uh, and it's, it hasn't even come close to that, really. But I, I have a girlfriend now, and we have sex, and I've... I've had many girlfriends, you know, and I have friends that are guys and friends that are girls, but, you know, every once in a while, I'll be looking at a guy and be, you know, attracted to him. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I just don't, you know, it's kind of at the point where I, I don't know if I'm supposed to take it a step further or if I'm supposed to just try to, like, block it out. Mm. How long has that been happening for, for you? Um, I don't know. I, you know, I've always wondered, but then really, like, seriously, within the last two years, Mm-hmm. Anything change uh, in that time? I broke up from a long relationship, but that was really recent. Mm. And you have a girlfriend already? Yeah, I do. Uh, how, how quick did you get a new girlfriend? Uh, pretty fast. Oh, I hate three, those guys. Yeah, about three months. I always had like a good year and a half to think about all the mistakes I made uh, in between relationships. Horrible. She, she was a good friend, though. For about a year, I knew her. Mm. Well, injured reserve action going on there. <laughs> Uh, well, Brandon, what can you do? I mean, if you're, um, you know, I mean, it, it's one of these things where it's like saying, um, how do you know when you're going to sneeze? It's like, well, you feel it coming on. Yeah, but what if you don't sneeze? Well, then you didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's coming, like, but... you can sort of, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. it, eventually, uh, the, the will to be with a guy will uh, overpower the will to be with a woman and you will be with a guy. I don't I don't know when the appropriate time is to act on it and we certainly can't tell you when to make a move. Uh, I would say don't be in a serious relationship yeah. if you spend a lot of time thinking about guys. Right. And we would say, you know, he's 22. So this is an age where we w we wouldn't be saying, "Gee, you're going to hurt yourself or confuse yourself by experimenting." This is an age when if he has an impulse that's genuine, he may want to explore that. Yeah. And that he certainly shouldn't get in any long-term relationships with a woman or hide out from these feelings. He needs to kind of listen to them a little right. bit. Right. Andrea. Yeah. Or uh, Andrea. Andrea. Hi. Um, first, I would say, um, Adam, you're a real jerk, but it's kind of kind of alluring. Yeah. Chicks, you, you like that uh, naughty thing, right? Yeah, it's, I don't, it's so psycho. I mean, it's like, wow, he's a jerk, but I like him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I want to do some more gambling. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> really? No. Um, my question is, um, I, was, um, I was in a long-term relationship, and we broke up. 
and he was sleeping with this other girl. And then we got back together, and I think he gave me something. I don't know. Mm, tennis he, bracelet? Hmm? <laughs> I don't know what. Kind of venereal disease. I oh, guess. oh, okay. What are the symptoms you're going getting? down the wrong path there, Drew? Huh? What kind of symptoms are you having? Um, it's kind of like, well, it's just kind of gross to say on the radio and stuff, but um, it's kind of like a discharge and it smells kind of funny. How long have you had it for? Um, well, this is the thing. We, I had it for like um, three weeks, and then I got sick, so I was taking penicillin, mm -hmm. and it went away. Mm. And we had stopped sleeping together for a while, and um, now we started again, and it's back. And why are you back with this guy? I'm in love with him. I don't know. Oh, but I thought this guy was a cheater or gave you a she, venereal she loves disease. No, we, were, we had broken up. Oh, that's right. She's in the oh, okay. um, What were you on the penicillin for? What were the symptoms of this illness? Oh, my penicillin was um, for, for um, a bronchi bronchial virus. Mm -hmm. So you got a little cough. Yeah, but, mm -hmm. it, but the other stuff went away. Yeah, well, you have an infection. But he says... The boy, he men, can't, then he, I can't have anything because he doesn't have any symptoms. He doesn't have to have symptoms. Okay. Chlamydia can be without symptoms. There are multiple infections that the guy can give you without have, him having any symptoms. And it is exceedingly important that you get checked out and get treated. Penicillin will not treat chlamydia. In fact, as you have found, will not eradicate many of these organisms that cause the kinds of infections that will cause discharge like this. But how how and, old is this and guy? And this could predispose to pelvic inflammatory disease. This could affect your fertility. You must get seen immediately. All right. And he needs to be treated also. Uh, yeah, and then he told this girl, he called her up and told her, and she says, no, there's nothing there. And well, yeah. you have something. It may be something very benign. It may be something called trichomonas, which is just a little protozoan that you can get and causes a funny discharge. could be gardener allergy. It could be just a vaginal infection. It doesn't have to be a true sexually transmitted disease, but it could be, and it needs to be checked out. What's this guy do for a living? <laughs> He's a security guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they give him a gun? No. No. Okay. No. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, don't get married. Uh, actually, I'm married to him. Oh, you got married? To him? I've been married. To him? Yeah. I thought you were calling him your boyfriend. No, I'm, I said I was in a long-term relationship with him. Wait, you... So he was married and uh, you broke up? Yeah. It's kind of one of those... Uh, see, this woman likes abusive yeah. relationships. Yeah. How old is this guy? 27. Mm-hmm. He's not the world's greatest guy, is he? Um, off and on. Off and on. Okay. What happened to you? <laughs> what didn't happen to me? Dad was uh, a little abusive? Um, to mom. To mom? Yeah, and but it, it, it was a lot of... Bad, bad situation? Very bad stuff. Not right. from dad. Right. Lots of people. Oh, somebody got hold of you? Yeah. Like an uncle or something? Grandpa? Neighbors. Neighbors. Neighbors, cousins. I mean. uh, oh, boy, baby. <laughs> Just like... <sighs> She's married. Then you're married. You get, you get to the doctor tomorrow. Do you have any kids? Uh-huh. Mm. Oh, How many? Boy. How many? Two? Two. Two. Yeah. Oh, boy. Listen, Andrea. Yeah. Here's your number one goal. Um, Raise those kids. Break that chain. You know what I'm talking about? Don't have those kids grow up and then like you grew up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, well, huh? you know, he's, I, I, I don't know. It's, hmm? He's well, being good now. Oh, uh, he's well, being not good him. this week. Worry about the kids. What about you? Oh. Okay. Take care of yourself so the kids have their mom at home. Okay. And healthy. 
Can you do that, please? Mm-hmm. All right, because uh, we don't want to be talking to your kids in uh, 15 years with the same problem. Oh, it's it, not laugh, funny. Laugh good. Uh, but you want your uh, your daughter marrying a jerk? No. All right. Well, no. look after her then, please. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. Who's paying for these kids? We both are. All right. He's taking real good responsibility. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Take okay. care. Bye. I'm telling you, my uh, airstrike idea will clean this nation uh, right up. I really, uh, I'd like Would to weed. Left? Um, I have a weed and seed program that does not include seeding. <laughs> Just weeding. Just uh, thin the herd a little bit. All right, we'll be back. I began to float up and wave from my body. Uh, lady, you better get back float. here. If you're not here when Loveline returns, they're going to be pissed. Float. God bless America. Drew and I were just talking about how much we hated other countries. All right, so let's review. All right, now I'm done reviewing. Tomorrow night we have... Uh, nobody. Oh, oh, nobody. Good, I like those shows. Right? It gives me a yeah. chance to spread my wings a little bit, air out a few issues. All right, uh, I want to thank the uh, beautiful um, Lisa for uh, standing up for the folks over at Sanku Chicken, <laughs> the uh, lovely Sherry and her ever-changing hair, the fabulous one, the angular one, producer Ann for putting her own feminine stink on the show, and of course, uh, who could forget the one that wonder, Engineer Mike. So, until next time, this is Adam Kroll for Dr. Drew saying... Mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions, that's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth & Nail Records. Sit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. <laughs> This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.